And welcome to Fresh Ears, brought to you by Fresh Air. I'm Neil Cowling, the founder of Fresh Air, and this is the last in our episodes recorded at Media 360 in Brighton. We set up a studio and spoke to some of the senior delegates about their audio strategies. In this mini-series, you'll find conversations about Yorkshire Tea, Channel 4, Direct Line, Right Move, Sky, and many others. And for this final episode, it's all about BT business. Michaela Hallam spoke to the marketing and media manager, Simon White, and began by asking whether he thinks an audio identity is important for a B2B brand. I don't think it's seen as as important at the moment. I would argue that it should be because the consumer and the business, the main consumer and the business consumer, they're both the same person in several places, um, and you know they're they're human beings. They're passionate, they're emotional, um, they're rational, they're, they're the same. You know, they, they don't consume things in, in entirely different ways to each other. You know, if you look at the consumerscape, you've got the likes of McDonald's, Go Compare. I could go on, but loads of people with, with really good sonic identities that are at, at the heart and soul of their brand. And I don't see why business-to-business advertisers um, shouldn't be doing the same thing. Do you think that it makes it more difficult that BT is so big and has such a big footprint and is so big in both the consumer market and the B2B market, could you come to um, a master brand sonic identity or are those two parts of the business quite separate? I think that could be tricky. It's, it's very tricky because obviously the consumer um, part of BT have a different audience that they're going for and than, than the business-to-business part of BT. And we have different creative agencies and we have different people looking at the briefs. So yes, that would be ideal, ideal but... In, in practice, I, th- I believe that would be quite, di- quite a difficult thing to, to manifest itself. I had a look at your business card for the Media360 before you arrived today, and it says that you're responsible for business strategy and implementation across all media. What media specifically do you use? We use the whole lot. Um, so the current com- the campaign, the forthcoming campaign that we're planning on, that will be on TV. Um, it will be on audio, um, on, in the form of digital audio. Um, it very likely be out on out of home and online social basically across all media and are there any aspects there where a sonic identity might do the job of that glue that campaign consistency of joining the dots together uh yes (laughs) seems like a really silly question doesn't it yeah and that can be delivered in several ways you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a soundbite, a jingle, you know, many people have done it with voiceovers, many brands have done it with music. So I can't give anything away as to what we're doing, but, but you know, we are considering sound as a, as a part of that mix. That's and, really exciting. You know, a campaign has to have a feel across its entirety. Going way back when, I remember 15 years ago um, working with a charity and they sort of nailed down each media on its own as to how they wanted it to work and looked at the ROI of each one separately and, and there was never even looking at a, a joint ROI across it. And we took them into a room and we had their TV ad going out on the TV. We had their door drops on the table, um, posters on the wall, their print adverts and laid it out and it was like, oh my God nothing looks the same they're all saying different things it, it was and that's why we said right we need to completely overhaul that's this interesting yeah. okay you mentioned digital audio being a part of that mix what do you mean by digital audio radio podcasts spot ads a mixture of all of them we've we've done all of them over the last year so 
we've bought on on DAX, on Spotify, bought on Acast, um, and and other podcasts are available, of course, <laughs> um, and global as well. And we did a um, partnership um, for about nine or ten months with um, the News Agents podcast. So fresh air in the business of making podcasts for brands. So I've got a personal investment in this question. Why? What's the value of podcasting, do you think, particularly to a business audience? It's an incredibly... I can't think of another media apart from cinema that is just ridiculously engaging and you are focused on that thing. Okay, you might, you might be on your commute and you might be playing a game on your phone at the very same time, but that'll be the limit of it. You might be cycling or driving or whatever. The concentration levels are really high. Um, the trust levels are really high. If you think trust levels on radio are all really good, already good, but you're tuning into a radio station that you've chosen. But if you look at a podcast, you're tuning into that specific podcast in that specific series, listening to those specific people. We always say that nobody accidentally listens to a podcast. No, exactly. It does happen sometimes if you finish one and another one starts. But if you you don't like it, you switch off pretty quickly. So that's one of the things. It's the engagement levels of the audience because there's a lot of noise out there in business to business. Um, We hope that we talk in a slightly different language to them and in a different way. But another way of doing it is... It's being in a space where we can talk to them and we know that they're listening. And how do you stop a, a 20, 30-minute podcast becoming a 20, 30-minute advert? How do you create valuable content? Well, if you're creating... We haven't created our own podcast yet, but if I was giving that advice to people, I would say don't make that podcast about your brand. Make it, about, make it align with your brand values. Um, and if they know that podcast is from your brand... Therefore, they can, you know, just as with sponsorship on TV, they can associate one brand with, with the values of the thing that, that it's sponsoring and make sure the content is stuff that your audience are into. So use stuff like TGI and other research pieces of kit out there and really dig into your audience, find out what motivate them, motivates them. Is it satire more than humour? Is it... You know, what sort of look and feel would they want? Do some research first and make sure the podcast ticks all those boxes. Do you think you might ever delve into creating your own podcast content as opposed to uh, advertising around them? Never say never, but I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> and lastly, do we get a sneak preview of what you're going to be talking about tomorrow about when you're tomorrow. on stage? Um, yeah, I don't want to give it all away, um, but I could imagine that most people will be listening to this and be listening to it after it's happened anyway, so um, I think that'll be fine. And there's, there's only going to be about 40 people in the room anyway, thank goodness. No, we're going to be chatting with... There's Liam from Sky will be there as well, and Natalie from Tortoise, who are another podcast production company. And basically, it's going to be discussing podcasts in terms of ROI versus, you know, well, is it ROI that we're after? Should you buy a podcast to go after return on investment or should you do it you know is it better for brand values and things like that so we'll be discussing that they'll be talking to me specifically about bt sponsorship of the news agents podcast why we did it why we thought it was a great fit and any learnings that we got from it um luckily there were several and also yeah the, the value of podcasts and how to approach it in the best way did that work for you what were the learnings what did the data tell you yeah it was it was really interesting because the main thing that we wanted to do is, is shift brand perceptions within the business-to-business um, audience. And obviously, as you do, we did, we did brand lift studies and we put very specific questions in there. But we also put questions in there about action as well. So 
just to see if people said at the end that they were going to take action. So on the brand lip, brand uplift side of things, it was really good. So the consideration was up by 40%. The likelihood to recommend BT to another person had increased by 110% within wow. the business audience. So that it, was, it, it performed, it did exactly what we wanted to. It also got a ridiculous amount of reach. I think there's now 19 million people listening to the news agents. But then at the other end where, you know, I thought I'd be sitting in a room saying you cannot use podcasts for response. I would say don't do it predominantly, but actually at the end of the research, 95% of people said they intended to do something about it, either by recommending BT to somebody else or looking them up online or investigating into their products. And actually 45% of people who did the research obviously 45 percent of them said they'd already visited bt's website to investigate about it more so we weren't expecting that sort of level of engagement um in terms of response we were in terms of people being aware of our products and our brands but i think one of the things that really helped with consideration was the fact that we rotated the content of the ad copy and the ad copy was recorded by the presenters as well. And so there's that personal endorsement from a trusted source there, isn't it? Again, and that kind of same stable as you get with radio advertising when your favorite presenter will recommend something and And is that trusted? Yeah. And we wanted it to feel natural. So we didn't give them scripts. We said, this is the product we're talking about. These are a couple of the things we want you to say, go for it. And so they'd work, work out ways of doing it, send it to us. We'd say yay or nay, and it, and it would get on there. But yeah, one of the main things was keeping it fresh and rotating it. Uh, thank you again so much to Simon White, Marketing Media Manager at BT in the Business Unit. Really appreciate both your time and the sneak preview of your session at Media360. That's it for now. Thank you. Thank you very much. Lovely to meet you. Thank you to Simon White, Marketing and Media Manager at BT Business. That's the end of our Media 360 mini-series, and we'll be back soon with some more of our regular episodes exploring client experiences of making branded podcasts. And trust me, we've got some biggies. If you'd like to find out more about audio strategy and how we can take your brand into the world of podcasts, you can find us at freshairproduction.co.uk. Goodbye, and thank you very much for listening. Fresh.